is something we avoid at all costs. We use words like fearless and comes to pursue our goals to live a life of, of luxury. Let's take a moment to truly examine the tendency. Let's take a moment to be undaunted and let's move the past your fears and defy the doubters. It doesn't matter whether you feel confident. All it matters but you actually do in spite of feeling the same. And that's the thought for today. Hey everyone, I'm Priya Sachdeva, your host at Trending Daily Show. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people and get a deep understanding of the world around you starts now. Today I'm connected with CEO of Hint Inc. and author of Undaunted, Cara Golding. The lady turned her unsweetened flavor of water into one of the most successful beverage business of our time. As Cara started to achieve her goals, Cara found herself being called fearless confident and even unstoppable but nothing could be further from the truth and i think there's nothing more appealing than having a trait of courage there's something we all aspire to have at least i aspire to have i mean can you believe just by selling out the water you can build an empire of multi billion dollars this episode is going to be special as it's coming from a woman I really aspire to. Let's discuss everything from entrepreneurship to what it takes to face the doubts and doubters that we all came across in our life. Tune in. Okay, so first of all, thank you so much, Kaira. It's wonderful, wonderful to have you on the show. And thank you so much. You are an inspiration for so many people. Like I can't imagine someone, you know, building an empire with with a drink, with water. Oh, thank <laughs> so, you so much. That's so kind of you. Indeed. So you are also an author of the book Undaunted, which I'm soonly going to receive, which I'm again, can't wait to read that. So yeah. And first thing which I'm curious to know, definitely from every guest who I came across that, you know, why they do what they do. So I'm curious to know, you have just called yourself as an accidental entrepreneur. So what do you mean by that? And how do you think it impacted your path to taking a hint where it is today to that empire? Well, I, I didn't start off to build a beverage company. That was never my goal. Anyone who knew me uh, growing up uh, would know that I, I did not think I was going to be an entrepreneur. I mm-hmm. uh, started my career in media and mm-hmm. then moved into tech and helped to build a direct-to-consumer marketplace uh, back in the 90s um, until... Uh, it became a billion dollars in and billion US dollars in revenue to a company called America Online. But when I started looking at ingredients that I was putting into my uh, family's bodies, uh, starting with my young children, I started to realize that there was so many ingredients that people did not really understand and trusted that they were healthy and that they were good for you. 
And I thought it that the, the uh, as the saying goes, the decks are stacked against so many consumers to actually live healthy. And when you go to the grocery store, uh, you think words like diet and words like vitamin and low fat and are healthy and better for you, yet they might not be. And that was my case when I realized that diet soda, diet Coca-Cola uh, for uh, was really my thing that I had been drinking for years, thinking that I was doing better for myself. But when I gave up Diet Coke and I started drinking plain water, then I realized that lots of things happened that I had basically given up on over the years. So I had developed really bad acne on my skin that I thought was just, I had to live with that. Uh, I even thought it was something that I was putting on my skin that was causing it. Uh, but instead, when I realized that not only my skin got better by enjoying water, but also I lost weight that I had been trying to lose for many years. And I thought there's only one problem with drinking water for me, which is I knew I was supposed to drink more water, but it was boring. And so I thought, I'm not going to drink water all the time, even though I know I'm supposed to. And so I started slicing up fruit fruit, and putting it in the water. And that was all I needed. And I thought, why can't a product like this be in the market? Mm -hmm. And so I developed uh, this company, Hint, and it has real fruit in the product, um, no sweeteners. So that was really the difference between this product and many other products out there, using real stuff as well as no sweeteners. Mm -hmm. Seems simple, but not so simple to do and not so simple to do with no preservatives in it either. So uh, 17 years ago, that's I developed this company. Today in the U.S., Kint is the largest privately held non-alcoholic beverage in the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not distributed out of, outside of the U.S. today, but mm -hmm. we don't have relationships with Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Uh, we've really built this, this company based on a mission of health and helping people actually get healthy, stay healthy. And that was really uh, the entrepreneurial, accidental entrepreneurial story. Indeed. And it's it's wonderful. Believe me, the idea is wonderful because you, as the world is, you know, understanding the need of moving forward to a healthy era, you know, especially after the pandemic has strike. And even the essence of being healthy is something everyone, especially the Gen Zs and millennials understand. So I don't think so. This can be a better product like water. So you mentioned it, right? Sometimes water is boring, but again, you can't, you know, decline the useful, the essentiality of the water. So to make it flavorable, it's it's amazing. Thank you. And and one more thing that I'm sure that you know, being an entrepreneur, you might have came across with lots of ideas. It's it's probably it's not just the hint which strikes you your mind for the first time. So how did you think that Hint is the one that you want to set your mind with a long vision for? Like probably you, you might have a game across with a cloth idea or something. I don't know. 
being an entrepreneur, you you used to have lots of ideas. Seventeen years back, ten years back. But when did you decide? Okay, hint is something I want to build an empire with. You know, it's I didn't think about it that way. I think for me, I really thought about solving this problem for so many people first, and I think like that's the um, that that's the interesting thing about my story, which is. I always tell people that sometimes if you think too much about the end, you'll never mm-hmm. get past the beginning because you uh, you become afraid, right, mm-hmm. of building a company, uh, becoming an entrepreneur, whatever it is that seems so daunting that you can't imagine getting past that place. And so you don't, you don't start. And I think I would have been exactly the same. Instead, what I said to myself is, first of all, I'm starting a company that can help a lot of people. If I don't see it's helping people, then I will stop. But every day I would hear from people in the stores that I would visit, in, uh, from emails from people. And so listening to your consumer, understanding that they're depending on you to go and do something that you find is hard. And especially as it relates to something so big as health is a very powerful thing. And I think it's, you know, the same feeling that people get maybe when they're doing a nonprofit, when you're helping people in some way, when they really, really need help. That's how I felt about Hint. And yet it's a for-profit company. It's not a nonprofit company. But I think that there are different ways to build companies. There are different types of entrepreneurs. But for me, what I had was this vision, this vision that actually, that really drove me even during the most challenging times to go and help a lot of people, no matter how hard or how daunting it is. And that's what I wrote my book about, which was, you know, it's really, oftentimes it's in your head. You talk to yourself about what you can't do versus what you can do. And you're always going to have the doubters, the haters, the people who tell you it's impossible. Uh, Why are you doing this when you were a successful tech executive? And you can't possibly do this when you have four young children at home. And, you know, all of these things that would start to get in my way. But instead, I thought that... I have this bigger uh, calling to actually go and develop something that could help a lot of people realize that they don't have to be having something that's sweet in their drinks in order for it to taste good. They don't have to be drinking diet soda um, in order to stay hydrated, for example. In fact, I would even go so far as to say that diet sweeteners today are the crux of many people's problem with type 2 diabetes today, which is a growing epidemic around the world. And more, most of those people are not having sugar, regular sugar. They're having diet drinks. Mm-hmm. And they know not to touch sugar, but they drink the diet drinks as a trade-off. And yet the disease isn't going away. It's actually building and getting stronger and you know, today, the last thing I'll say about what we've seen over the last two years is that if you're not trying to build up your system internally, 
to fight off any of the diseases that are cropping up, any of the viruses that are cropping up, no matter how you feel about vaccines or masks or any, any of that stuff, start with yourself. Start with the core and try and figure out how your body reacts to different things. And I think that what, what my aha moment was is that I always thought that I was doing right. Yet there were definitely things that I wanted to change about my own health. And it doesn't matter how old you are either. Um, I really do believe that there are many things that are health issues that we can change and we can reverse in the case of type 2 diabetes. And again, developing a product like Hint, where we hear from consumers that they, they send notes to me thanking me for developing a product that helps them live every day, that helps them uh, realize that you know, they didn't have to um, be taking insulin every single day. Not always, but sometimes. And I think that 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 is such a powerful thing for an entrepreneur that anyone who loses track of of the consumer and and the feedback from the consumer is really missing the boat. It's a product with purpose. Absolutely. Indeed. And also, I was coming, you know, to that point that you are also an author of book, Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters. So I'm sure it came something from your personal experience, you know, there should be some personal story to the same, because definitely you mentioned it, right, that we all have some doubters, some naysayers in our life, irrespective of how many people motivate and encourage us, that many people who are there to let us down. So what is that vulnerable point in your life where you feel like, okay, I'm done. Was there any point was the more that you felt like it was the most vulnerable point in your life? You will always have those points. And I think that that is the thing that is so, uh, so little talked about, about being an entrepreneur and being a founder is that you may have a great idea for a product <laughs> uh, and uh, you get it off the ground and you think, okay, now it's going to be massive and big. But the problem is, is at every step along the way, you will encounter challenges. You will encounter things that you don't expect or uh, that are failures along the way. And you think Mm -hmm. about, maybe I shouldn't be doing this after all. Maybe this is a sign that I shouldn't be doing this or it's too hard. And I definitely had all of those. But instead, I think going back to the times when you've overcome those challenging times, whether that's in business or in your personal life, it's a very powerful thing. I mean, as Steve Jobs once said, the dots eventually connect. And I think that that is a very powerful thing to think back on. Indeed. That maybe these challenging times that you've had in the past I, people have always said, forget about the past. I've always said, no, I want to go back to that story. I want to go back to why it was so difficult for me and think about maybe it, it actually would be a lot less difficult for me today. Or maybe what I learned is that I shouldn't have put so much energy towards something that I wasn't going to be able to change or that I should have moved forward quicker in some way, because there was better things on my horizon and that I learned to deal with um, mm-hmm. through that experience. So being grateful 
uh, for the challenging times and the uphill battles because they teach you who you are and what you're made of and lessons mm -hmm. along the way, even though they may be uncomfortable at times. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So, and people, you know, uh, as you mentioned, it right, that uh, people often talk about entrepreneurs as fearless personalities and risk takers, but in Undaunted, in your book, you talk a lot about your own doubts and fears. Uh, so what's going on here? Are you just a different type of entrepreneur or it's like there more to the story? You know, I think that the thing we always need to remind ourselves is we spend the most amount of time with our mm -hmm. with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And and that the minute that we start telling ourselves that we can't do something, that mm -hmm. we're not capable of doing something, we won't be able to do it. So I get asked a lot as a female founder, was it difficult to raise capital? Um, was it difficult to get banks to finance you? Uh, mm -hmm. All of these different questions. And I tell people, it's not that I'm ignoring those issues. It's that if you focus on those issues, you'll never get past that point, right? Mm -hmm. I've never been a man. So mm -hmm. I don't know if it's easier to raise money as a man. I can have opinions about it, but that's not going to help me to build my business. Mm -hmm. And so I really think that we, as whether you're a, a female um, that is thinking about being an entrepreneur or a, an entrepreneur, you're always going to have these challenging times that you have to get by and you have to get through and allowing yourself to uh, convince yourself that mm -hmm. this isn't going to happen for some reason is not, I believe, what our life mission is, right? Our life mission is to be okay with having challenges, be okay with learning along the way too. And awesome. I think so often too, we think that, you know, we go to school when, when we're younger and then we start into the workplace and then we have to move up the ladder. And that is how we measure our own success. Otherwise we're considered a failure. And mm -hmm. I think what we're seeing today is there are some people that have actually gotten to know what they enjoy and what makes them happy. And maybe to manage people is not what makes you happy. Maybe what you really enjoy doing is coming up with ideas and building um, companies, maybe to a certain point, and then you go build another company and another company. But we don't teach that in school. And I always say to people that you find along the way, you learn what you enjoy doing, what makes you happy. And, and that is the most important thing to remember. Indeed. And, you know, somewhere in India, there is a trade of, you know, uh, conventional education. And somewhere this year thing really reminds me of the thing that in my, you know, in my personal story, I choose not to go for higher study, not to go for MBA, but for the typical jobs or maybe creative aspects where I can get a freedom to explore my, myself rather than sitting in a classroom and just listening to the lectures. So you said, oh. right, it's, it's, it's by doing it, it's, you know, coming across with lots of things, doing lots of things where you are able to explore. And then you've got to know that, okay, this is the certain passion. This is a certain thing you want to pursue. This is your purpose. 
Totally. And the hardest thing, the hardest thing about that and and really, uh, I say, putting stakes in the ground around Mm -hmm. that is it's very difficult because the ones around you, family and friends are the worst because they care about you and you care what they, what they, uh, how they feel about you. And so they can have a great influence yet they will never tell you to take those risks that you need to take. They won't. And, and that is the, and, and that is where courage starts to crop in, right? Well, you have to be able to talk to yourself about what you need to do, how you need to be testing yourself. And because until you're actually successful mm-hmm. at your idea, on where you want to go and what you want to be doing, no, no family and no close friends will actually recognize that you were right, right? And they will count your failures along the way, and they will they will count your failures along the way, and and it's the same story that you cannot allow that maybe those failures. What if somebody were to tell you, you have to have three failures before you will actually be successful because you had to learn certain things about yourself? Mm-hmm. Would you keep going? Yeah. Right. And I think that's the, and that is the most, that is the most difficult thing. I have a, I have a really interesting story. If you have a minute to tell you, you Definitely. really interesting lesson. I'm in a group called YPO, Young Presidents Organization, the global organization for young leaders. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a friend that was in my group where we break out into these things called forums. So we have about um, eight people in our forums that we become very close to. And I was in a forum with a gentleman whose uh, parents immigrated from India. And they... Uh, had an idea that he was going to be a doctor and he was graduating from university and he went to med school and he had graduated from medical school and he had no interest in being a doctor. And his parents owned a number of gas stations around California. And he, uh, they said, if you don't want to be a doctor, you come into the family business and you help us. Mm-hmm. And he said what he wanted to do with, with the family business, and he told his father, was that he wanted to create uh, healthy marketplaces inside of the gas stations because he believed that there were many people who came to the gas stations who never bought food or drinks there because there was nothing healthy. It was candy. It was soda. And so he wanted to bring things that you would find in upscale markets mm-hmm. because those people were buying gas in the mm-hmm. gas station. Mm-hmm. And his dad said, it's a terrible idea. It will mm-hmm. never work. And he said, give me one gas station and let me try it and put it in the most upscale community and let me try it. One day, I, I knew the story he had because I had started a product. He had asked me my opinion about a certain few things and had me look at some details of his business plan. One year later, 
I happened to go to that gas station and I knew it was his gas station and that this market was in there. And I walked in the door to see what he had created and and he happened to just by chance be in there with his father mm-hmm. and his father, who I had heard over and over again, was, this is never going to work. Why didn't mm-hmm. you become a doctor? I mean, it was the whole thing. So the, he walked in and he said, you have to meet my father. And mm-hmm. he said, I my father all about you. And I said, of mm-hmm. course, I met his father and he said, do you see what my son has done? <laughs> and he said, it's amazing. We're going to do it in all of the gas stations in California. And I knew the backstory of how hard it was for him. Yes, and indeed. today, I mean, I think he's, he has grown the gas stations to 5X. And he's now basically you know, the succession plan of his parents running these gas stations, but his passion was to create. His passion was health. His passion was doing something. And he tapped in to this incredible opportunity that he saw. And his father couldn't see it until he showed it. And his dad was so proud of him. And I wrote him afterwards and I said, to see your father mm-hmm. and know what you had been through. Mm-hmm. And you know, and he said, you understand, you understand that. And he, and so it's a story of sometimes people can't see what you see and what yes. the opportunities are until you show them. And he yes. has to take risks and yes. in order to do it, but, and it's not an easy conversation, Indeed. but it was for him. Believe me, the story you have told, it's wonderful. And something it's very relatable to me. Because I have, I think this is a story of every fourth house in India. We have lots of, because you you said it right, we will not get the right influence, we will not discover the real we until unless we get out of the influence from our parents, from our society that we have been upbringing from. So it's right, whether it's the religious fundamentalist, whether it's someone else. So it's important you you'll give yourself your mind and you know open vision or something like that to explore yourself and understand who you really are, what you really want to create, what you really want to build. So absolutely, totally and thank you for sharing the story. It's worth sharing. Absolutely, I love stories like that because I really think there there are so many you know until success happens, people can't see it, and you will be Indeed. considered the outcast the crazy one, not, not understanding what you need to be doing. You're not focused. You're this, you're this. But then when you are successful, then we always knew she could do it. She, you know, and she's so smart and he's so this. And so I think the more people hear those stories, the more they know that it's possible. You have to show them. Absolutely. Okay, let, let's give our conversation a little light mode. And there are a few quick questions that I'm going to ask. They're, they're, sure. they're, they are lovely, but you have to be very quick with answers. There should be one liner or two liners, but you have to be very quick. Cool. So for the people who are really into, you know, uh, who are facing the low self-esteem, self-sabotaging because of the society, because of their own inner voice, 
So one line you would like to say those people. It's up to you. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> one thing that you would like to say to the 20 year of yourself, the 20 year old Kara. It all works out. Indeed. The title of your next book. Good question. Uh, <laughs> the journey. Indeed. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll get this copy also. <laughs> <laughs> what are the brands you appreciate the most? Name two. Oh, so, oh, so many more than that. Uh, <laughs> but two brands I appreciate for for different reasons, maybe, uh, but I would have to, gosh, it's interesting. That's it. You know, it's a tough one because I understand. I think there are brands, for example, um, that have purpose, uh, like a, um, I'm just trying to think of brands that are in India as well. Spanx. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sarah Blackie. I really love this lady, right? It, because it solves a problem, Indeed. right? And Indeed. It, it, it may might be a problem that people don't talk about, mm-hmm. but it is a problem, right? Yes, that it people is. want that people want something like that. So I appreciate the brand and the courage that she had to go, to mm-hmm. move forward. Um, I would have to say the other brand. Uh, that I really appreciate is Nike. Okay. And, and I, because I feel like it has longevity and I think it has inspiration Mm -hmm. and it's, um, and it makes people believe that they can, right. Mm -hmm. That you could go and buy a pair of shoes and you could go and play basketball right? Because you have this new pair of shoes. And so I feel like brands that can make you uh, want to do more mm-hmm. and wants to make you get healthy. Mm-hmm. It, it allows you to believe that you can. Uh, I'm inspired by that. Mm-hmm. And what are you watching on Netflix? I watch so many shows, but uh, most recently, um, Miss Maisel. Miss Maisel. Okay. That I'm, Do you know Miss Maisel? No. no. <laughs> That's why I had a okay. It's actually, 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 you know what? It's not on Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime. Do you okay. know who Kate Spade is? Yes. The person? Yeah. It's very interesting. It's her niece, Miss mm-hmm. Maisel. And part of the reason why I like it, I, it's now, I think, in its third season, but mm-hmm. part of the why I really liked it was because I knew the backstory and, and you should, she's an incredible entrepreneur um, in my mind too, because she not only wrote Miss mm-hmm. Maisel and she is Miss Maisel, she mm-hmm. acts it, but mm-hmm. she, uh, but she also directed it. Okay. And I recently saw That's her. That's a walk of an entrepreneur doing everything. Everything. And I recently saw her on stage and she talked about how she was introduced to Amazon, to the production Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. And she had heard no from everyone. Mm -hmm. And she she 
had a friend who knew somebody at Amazon. And so they interviewed her and she had so many doubts in her mind because Netflix and Hulu and everybody had said no. And this idea. And then Amazon said yes. And she said, I only needed one yes to show what I could do. It is one of the number one shows on Amazon Prime. Definitely. Add it to my list. Yes. So one rule, the last question, one rule of business or any one rule, I should say one mantra that, you know, you believe in for your business, for your personal life, anything, one mantra, one rule of life that you go by, that Kara goes by. Stay humble and never get so big that you can't do the job that you did when you started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. And before ending it, there's a one thing that I would like love to ask to every guest. So what is that one trend that you would love to, you know, see more embraced in the new era? Or I should say one trend that you would like to see more embracing in the new world. What's that trend seem like? I think creating companies because none of we don't change as a society mm-hmm. until businesses and new ideas are developed. So today there's a, through the pandemic, many people globally have left their jobs. And my hope is that they are coming up with ideas to create new jobs, because I think that ideas are what, they're the lifeline. They're how we grow as societies, they're how we think differently. Mm -hmm. And until that happens, then we stay the same. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. Indeed. Creating. Creating is something, you know, creating, building anything, anything that your heart, heart desire. It can be the smallest thing. It can be the smallest thing, but creation is something even I go by with. So, indeed. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kara. It's wonderful to have you. Thank you so much. I can't, you know, be grateful enough to you to getting this time. I know you're super busy. So, thank, thank you so much. It's wonderful to learn from you, to, you know, listen to that much stories uh, and can't read, uh, wait to read your book. Can't wait now. <laughs> Thank you so much. And please DM me at Kara Golden. I'm all over social uh, and I'd love to hear from you. And hopefully you'll get a chance to either uh, receive my book or it's also on Audible for download. So you can sure. find it on there. Definitely. Let me know if anyhow I can be in your service. I don't know how, but let me know anyhow I can be in your service. And if you are in India, there to host you. Thank you so much. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you, beautiful people, for listening. I hope you get some value today. And now we know that fear is at times a necessary emotion. For our survival. Instead of being fearless, I invite you to be brave. Brave people still have the fear present, but instead of seeing fear as the enemy, they focus on how they can use the fear to push forward. In my eyes, brave people are the ones who have overcome the things they were once afraid of. And you can do it too. So just do it. And I hope you enjoyed the episode in the visual form as well. So you can check out the episode on YouTube and many more content, many more useful videos in visual manner. 
And if you have some idea or concept to share, do DM us at the Instagram page of Trending Diary. Do not forget to download or subscribe over to Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts wherever you're listening. So next time you'll get the notification whenever we are launching a new episode. Till then, stay tuned. I'll see you in the next episode with a great story, with another great personality, beautiful soul. And 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 God bless us all. Bye bye.